that everybody's been talking about, reports around Finance Minister Praveen Gordon, um, rather disconcerting and uh, there is some speculation that it uh, can cause some volatility around the RAND. Yes, I mean, Sakina, any uncertainty around the finance minister's portfolio following what we saw in December last year is not to be taken lightly. So, yes, I mean, obviously this morning we've already had the Asian session coming through. And I must say, in very early trade, a little bit of that panic trade coming through, we saw in thin liquidity that ran against the dollar pushing to levels just about 15 rand 60. But thankfully, we've subsequently subsided. And, and, and I hope sanity prevails here. Because, I mean, the fact of the matter is the authorities have actually come out following that report in weekend newspapers citing that the, the, the imminent arrest of the finance minister was, uh, was un, uh, at way uh, or underway. And uh, that being denied by the NPA, being denied by the presidency. So and I certainly think that, uh, that, uh, that that calm should prevail. But notwithstanding that, you know, you still will see a, a, a little bit of nervousness from some of your foreign investors. I mean, you know, already over the weekend, I've had to field a couple of phone calls of people saying, you know, what's actually going on here? Are we going to see another replay of what actually happened uh, during December? Uh, and unfortunately, you know, volatility in the rand is something that we can sorely afford. Uh, a, a stable rand is really what, uh, more, uh, what would be a lot more beneficial uh, for South Africa rather than any absolute level. It's rather stability that we would need to see because businesses would look to that stability in terms of informing their price-setting behavior, their investment behavior, and so forth. So keep an eye out on that. But political risk in South Africa still remaining one of those tail risks that international investors will keep on the agenda. And then Saudi Arabia, they've had their credit rating cut by Moody's. No, no, no surprises here. I mean, let let me say it this way: is that I'm, I was rather more surprised by Moody's not changing their rating on South Africa two weeks ago than I was around Moody's revising Saudi Arabia or downgrading Saudi Arabia's rating. Uh, effectively, this is on the back of the fact that uh, oil revenues will remain severely constrained for the foreseeable future, uh, and in the construct where Saudi Arabia hasn't necessarily made the deep structural reforms required in, in order to actually diversify their economy away from the singular focus on, on, a, on a resource export, uh, that will predispose them to massive risk on the fiscal side of the equation. They've got a new crown prince in there, and, and he said all the right things in terms of diversifying the economy away in the longer term and so forth. Uh, but clearly, the ratings agencies want to see more delivery rather than just talk. Uh, and so in the near term, not surprised by that move, but I'll tell you what I will be watching as, as a potential tail risk, is that in the event that the fundamentals for Saudi Arabia continue to deteriorate rate and if we see oil prices remaining low for an extended period of time is how long will they be able to defend that peg of the Saudi real against the US dollar that for me could be a possible tail risk uh, sometime during the course of this year and of course uh, the local focus this week firmly on the CPI data which will be released on Wednesday and then on Thursday uh, Mohammed we have the South African Reserve Bank's monetary policy committee so uh, what's your thoughts on those yeah, so C- CPI we would expect lower on the on the immediate print. I think that's that uh, that should be the uh, around 6.2 percent there and thereabouts. Uh, that's more or less where consensus comes through. Uh, but remember, this is likely going to be your trough for this year. Thereafter, we would see inflation escalating into the tail end of the year. Uh, one of the the main upside risks to that inflation outlook remains food prices, and that's on the back of not just the drought, but also the second round effect of the weaker rand coming through. So unfortunately, we've got a peak of inflation uh, in December of this year, for, uh, just shy of 7.5%. Uh, 
Uh, and that will mean that the Reserve Bank is very likely to maintain its hawkish stance. Uh, they do, maybe they have a limited window of opportunity to keep rates on hold at this week's meeting. That's certainly our view. Uh, but uh, we don't think that we're done yet with this hiking cycle. And so for the rest of the cycle, we would still be penciling in uh, two more hikes of 25 basis points. But let's see what happens. I'll update you on Wednesday when those CPI numbers are out. And then Thursday, I guess the, you know, we'll all be holding sums that the governor might just hold off in the near term. I'm holding them already. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Mohammed. I'll speak to you again tomorrow morning. That was Mohammed Nala, Head of Strategic Research at NetBank Corporate and Investment Bank. Not a morning person? Not a morning person? Sakina Kamwendo can change that. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.